Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Stack. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And on The Stack, we review comics and <laughs> sit on garbage cans. Yeah, That's what exactly. We We're in a trash dump, a metaphorical, if not physical. Yes, I do appreciate the fact, Justin, that you almost sat on a trash can before we taped this, but then you stopped yourself. Well, there's no. That's a fine place to sit. It's like, is it? Yeah, you would have fallen in at some point. Yes, it, it would have. Um, uh, I would have had my butt stuck in a tiny circle. Yes, which would have been funny, yeah. mind you. That's what I'm going for. The jokes. Oh man! Speaking of the jokes, we got some deadly serious things going on oh, here with man. our uh, stack full of comic books today. Got a bunch of reviews for you all of books that come out this very Wednesday. So let's jump into them. Starting off with Marvel Comics Atlantis Attacks Number One, written by Greg Pat. And art by Ario uh, Anandito. I think that sounds right. So this is spinning out of Agents of Atlas, which is a uh, comic book that Greg has been writing. What, Pete? What? The dog. Messing up absolutely every single thing. (laughs) Uh, So this is spinning off of that, as well as the ongoing storyline of Namor being a dick in the Marvel (laughs) Universe again. That's Um, been going on for a while. Yeah, yeah. sure has. I want to say 80 years or so. Yeah. Something like that. Imperious Rex. That guy's an attitude problem. Yeah. So... uh, the important plot thing that you probably need to know here with the Ages of Atlas is there is a city that they are protecting that has gateways onto every Asian country and a little sliver of it that makes up the city. Um, as usual with the Ages of Atlas, the corporation behind it has some sketchy stuff going on involving a dragon. And in this case, it turns out they have stolen the dragon from Namor, which does not rub him the right way. Which is a bad, cool, it's not a cool move. Yeah, no. you can't steal somebody's dragon. Exactly. You can uh, you can learn how to train your dragon. Yes. You can learn how to steal your dragon. You can also learn how to train your dragon three, the hidden world. Oh, that is the best one of those. You think that dragon will be trained by then? Yeah. yeah. That was nominated for an Academy Award, right? Oh, I nice. Think. Which one? I don't know. Best actress. One of them. Uh, I got to tell you, when I saw this title, I got a little thrill because I love the Atlantis oh, Attacks. You got a little thrill. I did. I, when I saw it pop up, I was like, ooh, Atlantis Attacks. Okay. That's exciting because back in the day, that was an annual crossover. Which I really enjoyed it back in the day as well. Yeah. So far, this doesn't seem to have anything to do with the Serpent Crown. No. But 
I still liked it. Yeah, the art is fantastic in this. Just the panel, the splash page, extra splashy. Uh, oh, in this boy. instance of Neymar um, coming up over a giant wave with his yep. uh, little attitude. It's great stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I And what's great is you can definitely tell uh, Greg Pak is writing this because of the reveal we had at the end. And I'm super excited about him being able to play with that character again. So... Uh, that's very exciting moving forward. I agree. I did like the last page reveal a lot. I also like the last page reveal. A rare triple last page reveal like (laughs) triple like. (laughs) (laughs) This is a lot of fun. Even if you haven't read Ages of Atlas or any of the ongoing titles, you can definitely jump right into this and just read some fun action. There's good Amadeus Cho stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Greg Pak, as usual, has a great handle on team dynamics. I'm excited to see where this goes going forward. It's pretty crazy the evolution of Amadeus Cho, who went from the, I believe, seventh smartest person in the world right. uh, into becoming uh, the Hulk, right. and now he's leading a team of uh, secret uh, spies? Uh, kind of. I think now they're like protectors of a city. Right. They're sort of Avengers, basically, but they used to be like an ultra-spy organization right. um, that had become sort of Avengers of a, a interdimensional city. Uh, sure. Uh, that's a pretty crazy... I mean, it's one-dimensional. That's not right It's either. not one-dimensional. No, and it's not interdimensional because it's just different Asian cities. Yeah, but there's a dimensional... Uh, you jump through the yeah, different portals. portals. There are portals. All right, but it's in the same dimension. Yes. Um, it's like international, you know? Right. It's, uh, it's like an airport. <laughs> oh, boy. It's a hub. Uh, Pete, help us. We're drowning. <laughs> Pete, you're the smart one. Pete, fix this. Use your words. Pete. Rescue us, Pete. Never. Uh, well, this book is great. Definitely pick it up. Jump it over to DC oh, Comics. I'm, I'm suddenly on fire, and Pete won't even piss on it. <laughs> <laughs> Batman number 87, written by James Tynan IV and art by Gillam March. Uh, this is the second issue of James Tynan's run on the title. He is building up the villains, villains of... I don't know what's going villains. on with... Villains. Villains. I, I was riding it. It was because of Gillum. You're correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Gillum the villain. That's what I always call him. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, so uh, there are villains who are attacking Gotham City. As usual, five big assassins are attacking. Batman took them down the last issue. But as we found out, this is just, of course, the beginning of a plan. Man, this gets so intricate, this issue. And horrifying. And that's yes. what I really like uh, about James Tynan, uh, especially his work on uh, Justice League Dark. And very excited to see it actually the first issue, I didn't see it as much, and I was like, oh, I was hoping this was going to be a little darker and a little weirder, and we got it hardcore right out of the gate. The Riddler stuff, the Penguin. I think that excited. has to do with the first issue was Tony Daniel, right? Yeah. Doing the art, and this is Gillum March. Gillum March does this distended spine on oh, the Riddler because creepy. he's been consuming information nonstop for three months. Very creepy. Penguin, sharp teeth, also, also creepy. I loved it. After a certain amount of time, you are... Legally insane if you haven't slept. I think it's after I three know. days. I've, yeah, that's where, so the where I exactly where legally? I am. Legally? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm illegally insane. How many days until you're legally blonde? <laughs> uh, I also would want to point out that uh, this, like, we can't just keep Alfred like this. All right? Like, what the fuck, man? You mean go dead? To, yeah, like, go to Lazarus Pit, like, whatever. Like, this can't just keep moving on. What do you? How do you feel about Lucius? Super nice dude. Oh, you don't like him? Oh. No, I do like him, but he's not Alfred. And I mean, like, he could be. He's doing the same stuff. You, just, you missed the accent. No, I'm just saying that, you like... You missed the finger sandwiches. Here's a guy who raised Batman. 
and he's just dead, and we're just going to move on, and that's cool. That's just how it's going to yeah, work. Yeah, it affects people sometimes. I think that's an interesting story point to explore with Batman, is he's been so defined by the loss of his parents for so long to give him this other loss that he can focus on in a different way and in a more visceral way. There's a certain point after 80 years of a character where it's like, maybe get over your parents a little bit now? Wow. No, I'm sorry, dude. but like... Dude, how dare you? Uh, yeah, come on. You, you don't think there's parents. a certain point where he's like, my parents right, you are killed in an alley. Say, you don't get to say that. You have parents. All right? I'm 90 years old now, and I'm still very angry about it. Yeah. It gives them something new. It gives the writers something new to play with. Focus on so your I son, say, Kill Alfred twice. Wow. Oh, my God. You're awful. I guess person. my biggest thing is the term finger sandwiches. <laughs> because what's a regular sandwich? A hand sandwich? Yeah, a hand sandwich. Nope. Hand okay, sandwich. that's what I'm going to call him from now on. <laughs> and see what people, how people look at me. What well, about a people hero? People think you're saying ham, but you're going to be like hand. I'm never saying ham. You've never said ham? That's the first time I've ever said ham, and that's the second. <laughs> and that's the last. Let's move forward like with the I second part of our pack stack. Pack Stack, Boom Studios, Firefly number 13, written by Greg Pack, illustrated by Lalit Kumar Sharma. Uh, this is rolling off of one of our favorite one-shots recently, mm. The Outlaw Ma Reynolds, uh, where Mal Reynolds was forced to hunt down his own mother and, as a result, ended up becoming a sheriff uh, working for the bad guys, the good guys slash bad guys, uh, which completely upends what's going on in Firefly, and that's what they explore in this issue. This storyline is so much fun. I love that. This has been the most excited I've been about Firefly in a while because it feels like a real, feels very um, in line with the show, but also very fresh, very new. Really like the new, just the whole vibe here. Now, did you get like an email from Greg just being like, hey, you guys can't give me any love anymore? And then you just went ham on the. Uh, it's hand, actually hand. hand, hand. hand. It's hand. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I like how both of you jumped at that. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. You didn't throw us a lifeline, and so you were coming for you. Good, good. <laughs> no, I did not get an email from Greg. You just happened to write uh, two very good comics this week. Yeah, okay. Pete, what's, what, yeah. is there a conspiracy theory you're looking for here? Do you no. get fucking paid by the writers to plug your shit? No. Does the I'm Punisher pl- pay you? No. Are you getting paychecks hey, from the punch? That should be a little bit. I just want to know if you were getting emails on the side. Like, I'd like to get an email from Greg Bach, you know? <laughs> oh, that's where this was going. Yeah, I see. All right. Uh, Greg, if you're listening, uh, send Pete an email. He misses you. So, Pete, real <laughs> quick, you, you reviewed uh, Alex's review of this comic. Do you have a review of your own? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I really love the last issue of Firefly. Uh I was really hoping we were going to get a little bit more of that, but they're of doing the a great, yeah, they're doing a great job of like giving us. A, they're kind of a one shot, you know, uh, for each one, and I, I think this is good. Uh, I it dipped a little bit for me in in story, but it's still uh, it's still on the uptick. Well, Greg's never going to email you with that yeah, attitude. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thanks for making me do that. Well, you were, you, we review every comment. I know, but I was trying to slide by. Yeah. You by the way, it's bastard. interesting. We we don't tape this live, but I actually have a camera on Greg Pack right now, and he was typing out an email. And as soon as you finish that review, he just hit delete. No, no, that's right. We do Very have a camera sad. on Greg Pack. Right <laughs> we now. have we have a camera on all of the writers and artists we talk about in the show. That's don't be creepy. creeped out. Don't creepy. be creeped out. It's fine. It's just fans. Yeah, we're fans. That's what fans do is they nope. watch their favorite people. No, that's not. No. <sighs> Another one from Marvel oh Comics. Guardians God. of the Galaxy, number one script by Al Ewing and art by Juan Cabal. Uh, this is another new start for Guardians of the Galaxy after Donny Cates' run on the title. Most of the Guardians, 
I think all of the Guardians plus a couple of other Guardians are back together. Uh, All together, they're taking a well-deserved break. And, of course, a bunch of Olympian gods get in the middle and start fucking shit up for them. And they have to deal with that. How'd you feel about this new take on the Guardians? I liked it. Um, I feel like it's fun to have everybody hanging out in the first half. Um, I would you guys think of the Zeus had very big time General Zod from the Superman movies vibes from uh-huh. the whole Zeus and partners hanging out? Oh, I thought you were going to say, would you think of the suit like a rocket suit? Rocket suit. What oh. did you think of that? It's looking sharp, man. Yeah. You it's always like a raccoon in a suit. Oh, there's nothing better than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I was really disappointed in. Uh, uh, God, what's his fucking name there? The uh, oh, what's his stupid name? Nova, Star-Lord? Star-Lord, thank okay. you. Um, because uh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't leave like that, man. You know, you can't leave your lady like that. That's just... Gamora? Uh, yeah, you can't just... Just to give some context out. for this. He and Gamora are together Very right sweet. now. Yeah, Very he's been cute. fighting forever. To and f- Gamora says, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Let's just yeah. take a break. Let's other, let other people save so, the universe. So take a break. And he leaves with Rocket to go save the universe. Well, there's that old Paul Simon song, 50 Ways to Leave Gamora. Wow. <laughs> wow. There must be 50 ways to leave Gamora. Wow. Uh, I, you're laughing so hard at your own joke. <laughs> yeah. I do also appreciate the fact it's been so long since the Guardians have actually acted like a team. They fought Gamora. They've all been dying. They've been broken apart. They've been in different places. And it's been a really long time since we've had an actual Guardians book. And I like that. I like that we're moving forward from that. There's been so much upheaval in the galaxy. And I do hope they keep that sense going forward. Rather than having, like, one arc and then the Guardians break up again. Um, yeah. I think it would be nice. They're a good team. Stabilize. Fun- be a exactly. family. Exactly. That's what I want. Yeah, but he's breaking up the team. He's, he's not. not. He's just taking a trip. He's taking a little break. And if you don't think Gamora is going to strap on a sword and head after him, of course she is. Right. But, I mean, you know, you have a conversation. You don't, like, text somebody after you've done something, you know? I text you all the time after I've done something. <laughs> We're not. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> finish that sentence. We're not right. what? We are not Late, moving on life until mates? we finish this. <laughs> Linked together for our lives? From DC yeah. Comics, Superman number 19, written by Brian Michael Bendis and pencils by Ivan Rice. This is the second part of the truth storyline. Superman has revealed that he is Clark Kent to the entire world. Yes, Pete, you already have a question. What's well, up? we were right. For two seconds, we were right. He got fired. Yeah. And yes, like, Pete, yeah, Pete and I, uh, and we talked about it on the live show, too. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty mad about it. You don't the like whole, it. Uh, d- didn't like the storyline. Don't like the fact I was like, you're going to get sued out the ass, Daily yeah. Planet. Everything you've done has been totally invalidated. And yeah, to your point, they deal with that in this issue. And then in a very comic book way, they're like, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not super realistic, maybe. But I actually like the way it was, uh, was mm-hmm. handled here. This is... Um, of all of the Bendis Superman, this issue I liked uh, one of the best, I think. I haven't liked a lot of them. Um, but this is fun. It's mostly about Clark uh, and his job at the Daily Planet. The uh, hugs were emotional, for sure. Yeah, and uh, the banter between all the characters, I thought, was a really... That whole scene with uh, Lois, Clark, Jimmy, and Perry was just really well well deployed. I, I'm glad that they kind of called it out. Like, you can't just have sources, you know, as Superman now. Like, you can't. I I completely agree. This is 
because I was so reticent after the first issue, I was hesitant going into this, but it is. Uh, wait, start- you went from resident, resident to hesitant? I know. Oh, right? wow. What a change. I've showed you by scale. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> wow. What a titanic change. Reticent to hesitant. Uh, Say that's my warm up for theater shows. Res- <laughs> my theatrical appearances. Reticent, hesitant. Reticent, hesitant. Reticent, hesitant. Here we go on the stage. There must be 50 ways to leave Gamora. <laughs> Uh, to kind of starting to be won over by this issue. I agree. This is a really good issue yes. across the board. Uh, the stuff about Clark revealing that he's been misspelling stuff to make Lois feel better was very sweet That's and fun. funny. Uh, all good character stuff there. Yeah, I like she where said like, oh, that was sweet. And I like the end of the issue where we have this whole United Planets thing going on. Mongol is like, no, this isn't going to work. And he immediately kicks the crap out of Superman. Mongol's one of my favorite Superman villains. There's yeah. whatever it is about it, it better even more than Darkseid. Mongol feels more specific to Superman to me. And yeah. I've always liked him from back uh wasn't he sort of part of the Death of Superman stuff like he was fighting Mongol earlier? I think so. Yeah, that's I don't know. Right. I and I also the Coast City stuff back with uh, Hal Jordan when yeah. Mongol blew that up. Like Mongol is a, a good, terrifying villain to me. I, I agree. The stuff that bothered me a little bit was the point in the middle between the Daily Planet stuff and the United Planet stuff where uh, Superman was flying around. He's like, well, that's surprising. Everybody likes this decision that I made, including all of the heroes and all the villains are quiet. Yeah. And I yeah. know they're going to follow up on it. I know they have uh, the villains react one shot. They have the heroes react one shot. And that's all fine. So all of that stuff is going to play out there. But that was the point that kind of rag falls to me, where I was like, I don't, I don't think everybody's okay with oh, this. Oh, the blatant setup of another book? Yeah, In the, the spinoff of this in this issue? I, yeah. I agree. Uh, but that said, I think it's definitely worth picking up. If you were reticent or hesitant about the first issue, uh, jump on board this one. Next one to talk about from Boom Studios, Once in Future, number six, written by Kira Gillen, illustrated by Dan Mora. This is the end of the first arc oh. of the book. As our heroes go up against the rejuvenated—not really rejuvenated, but brought He's back walking, to, walking. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely more rejuvenated than he was previously. Yes, exactly. Uh, King Arthur, who is evil and wants to take over England, uh, they are building up the new Arthurian legend with new people, and uh, this is the issue where it all goes down. Pete, you've been a big fan. What'd you think about this one? Huge fan of this series. So creative, so well drawn. This was awesome. This where we finally got to see him kind of take on his grandma's mantle and be a badass and handle business. And it was great. It was really fantastic. I love the dynamic between the grandma and the main dude. And uh, uh, yeah, I think this is just such a great book. And I'm sad that this first arc is over. I'm hoping there's going to be more. Uh, this book, and this is uh, maybe not going to sound like a compliment, but I mean it as one. But this, this is, book sucks. <laughs> this, this book is like Kieran Gillen doing a Mark Miller impression uh-huh. almost. Like it, this whole arc feels like the first arc of a Mark Miller book. Um, and uh, in a, I, I think it's very well executed and it uh, feels like a movie in the making. Well, in that way, it's more big action. It's more broad strokes. Everybody's very quippy about everything, yeah. but it's so much fun, so creative, and it still has that requisite Kieran Gillen thing of, I'm going to break apart stories and talk about how, what stories yeah. are and how they affect people on a daily basis. And so it has that level of intelligent grounding to it, while Dan Moore is still drawing these fantastic 
uh, landscapes that they're tripping through as they fight King Arthur. Uh, and the setup for the next arc is very cool. I'm yeah. very excited to read I more know. I love that tease right at the end. Yeah, yeah it was great. Uh, this is great. Next one to talk about, back to Marvel Comics, Web of Venom, The Good Son, number one, starring Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin, written by <laughs> Zach Thompson and pencils by Dio Neves. Uh, so this is following up on a leftover storyline from the Absolute Carnage storyline, where we got Normie, who is Harry Osborne's son, uh, mm. and, oh my God, I'm Ryan, I want to say? Yeah. Son of uh, son of Venom, Eddie Brock, Eddie Brock, uh, and they're now stuck together. They're living together after what's went on, and of course, things go very, very poorly for them. What'd you think about this one, guys? This feels like the most direct sort of uh, son or child of the Absolute Carnage series. It follows up on a lot of the sort of smaller things that were in the series, and uh, if you like that, this is this is like a, basically a continuation of it in a in a good way. Yeah, I mean it. You know, it was a little bit like, yeah, of course, they're going to find the glider and the pumpkin bombs. And sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, I really like the cat part. Uh, that was great. Yeah, there's a Venom cat called Silence, I think. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know why I'm not remembering these names. But uh, it, they have a backup, which shows what happened. He, uh, This was from one of... One of the spinoff titles uh, this uh, character came out of, it was a symbiote who's disconnected from the hive mind of Clintar, of Null, of all of these other symbiote things, uh, and uh, took over a dead, well, was on a Kree soldier. The Kree soldier died, and he stayed with the Kree soldier and kept running around. Now he's protecting uh, Eddie Brock's son. So that's what's going on with him. Uh, What I liked about this issue is you didn't know which kid was going to break bad. Like, you go in thinking, like, of course it's going to be Normie. Normie has already been a goblin child. Normie, in various iterations, has been an evil, horrible little kid. But it turns out that Eddie Brock's kid is probably worse in certain ways. Um, And that's a real punch of the gut emotionally. And I think it plays out nicely in the future. Agreed. All right, last one to talk about. Big anniversary issue, Wonder Woman number 750 from DC Comics. Lots of people on the creative team here. Uh, We got Steve Orlando and uh, Jesus Marino, uh, Gail Simone and Colleen Duran, Mariko Tamaki and Elena Casagrande, Greg Rucka and Nicola Scott, Cami Garcia and Phil Hester, Shannon Hell and Dean Hell and Riley Rosmo, Marguerite Bennett and Laura Braga, Vida Ayala and uh, Amanke Nahulpan, and Scott Scott Snyder and Brian Hitch, all writing individual stories that follow up on what's been going on in Wonder Woman, the ongoing title, tease what's going on in the future, and they just all sort of have some uh, anytime stories about Wonder yeah. Woman. Anytime uh, stories. Some anytime, anytime stories. stories. You know, what just... is a comic but an anytime story? <laughs> yeah. Grab yourself a nice cup of iced tea and read one of our anytime stories. And there is a oh, good story. Yeah. And that's all I have to say about that. No, <laughs> as usual with this sort of thing, I think we will always make this caveat, but uh, some of the stories jump out uh, over the others. What in particular did you like out of this issue? What jumped out at you? Well, I liked uh, the continuation of like dealing with the cheetah stuff that's been going on. And I do not like cheetah. I feel really? like Wonder Woman is constantly fighting cheetah, and it doesn't make it's too too much cheetah. It's like if Batman was constantly fighting Killer Croc, and it's like. Yeah, he's he's a villain, but there are other people that sort of make more sense for Batman to for be Batman. Fighting. Yeah, like Wonder well, Woman Cheetah has such a tie because they were friends. They were friends. I know, but I, I feel like we've heard that story like where Wonder Woman's always like Cheetah, 
you're better than this. And she is like, I am, but the beast inside me. <laughs> and then we deal with that. And then she always ends up going bad. Well, but that's what cheetahs do. Have you ever been to the zoo? Yeah. yeah. I thought they were fast. Yeah. Every time I go up to the cheetah, I'm like, hey, cheetah, you're my friend. And the cheetah scratches me. No. Oh, well, I'm that's. Like, oh, I kind of learned my lesson. Then I guess, why would you want to read about it in this comic? Okay, um, I, I, I am curious what the sort of next status quo will be for Wonder Woman, because this uh, first story. If you love it. cheetah, then the movie will be for you, sir. There's um, going to be some cheetah in the movie. Wait, he uh, just said the I opposite. said I, did, I do not like cheetah. Yeah, I know, but what's great about the new Wonder Woman movie, more cheetah. Yep. Well, but you do like Maxwell Lord, I assume. Uh, I would. I, I want Chester Cheeto to be the villain. Oh, the real boy, yeah. villain. That's the god that yes. you sacrifice something to. That's right. There's Zeus, uh, Athena, and Chester Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pantheon. Yes. Uh, the, I really loved the Ares story. Oh, uh, yeah, that was the, great. Uh, I, think the third or f- I think the third one, perhaps? Yeah, that was the interrogation by Mariko Tabaki yeah. and Elena Casagrande, uh, where That's... it turns out Ares is interrogating Wonder Woman, uh, but she is interrogating him. Turns the tables, right. the double table turn. I always do that. If someone's trying to interrogate me, I try to rip their face off just to make sure. Yes. Uh, which, which one did you like, Pete? Uh, I I like the cheetah one, even though Justin hates cheetah. I wow, what do you good. like about cheetah then, other than the cheesiness? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think it's one of those things where it's like you all have that one asshole friend that you got to kind of put up with all the time. You know, uh, who are you talking uh, about? Yeah, I relate to it. Which one? Who is that? Who would that be Which for friend? you? It, well, you know what's nice is it changes, guys. You know, you guys change. Oh, okay. Well, oh, yeah. okay. What, are, what's the, what are the power rankings right now? <laughs> yeah. Keep in mind, earlier at? you wouldn't bail us out. We were, <laughs> you keep wouldn't, that in mind. I'll keep you that wouldn't, mind. Uh, you were pouring water on drowning men. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there was uh, there were more good stories in Agreed. this collection than Agreed. ones that I was about, which I appreciated. Uh, the Greg Rucka and Nicola Scott story was fantastic in particular. I love them as a team working together in that shows. Also, love me some Riley Rosmo art, so that's awesome as well. Uh, and it was nice. Scott Snyder working his requisite history stuff in at the end, uh, but standing back and letting Brian Hitch do some big Wonder Woman action, I thought that was really nice as well. Yeah. Um, plus, the Steve Orlando thing, just a nice... Finale, like big crazy finale yes. to that whole storyline. So, even if you're a little on the fence, I think this is a pr- package well worth picking up. Definitely. I just find it when she, Cheetah's like, it's not easy being cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just like, I don't it know. It is what weird. You mean. It is a little out of nowhere. I don't know what she means by that. Yeah. And she leaves that Cheeto dust everywhere. So, most of the rest of the issue, Wonder Woman is just like, yeah, just like licking her fingers. Her fingers. That's gross. Don't love that. No, don't love the team. You know who you, does love that? Steve Trevor. Hey. Oh, my <laughs> oh my God! You know what I'm talking about. This oh guy my. Pete knows what I'm talking this about. This guy Pete. That's, this guy over here, Pete. If you'd like to support us, Patreon.com/slash/ComicBookClub. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater. Excuse me, 7 p.m. at the People's oh, Improv oh, Theater gotcha. Loft in New York. Please come on by, and we will give you some free Cheetos. Uh, I'm just going to promise that right now. We'll definitely totally have them fine. on hand. We have them on hand. 100%. Uh, also, you can subscribe on iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the, the app, app of, of your, your choice. choice. Comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and more. And we'll see you at the comic book shop. Reticent, hesitant, reticent, hesitant. 